0: hey everyone welcome to 1pm hope everyone had a great holiday and that you're all refreshed for the new year we've got something a little bit different for you all today a very special edition of 1pm where jt is going to be talking about the first principles of happiness to help us all have a happier new year take it away jt
1: hey guys this is a special episode of 1pm we are doing this for our non-medical listeners and
2: for everyone's mental health the medical listeners are not allowed (laughs) i repeat jt has said you're not allowed to be happy spoiler alert for the episode.
1: <laughs> Thank you Jason. Today with our special episode yeah. we are going to be talking about the principles first principles of happiness. So some first principles about happiness is the misconceptions about happiness. So what are some things that we value in society that we think will make us happy?
2: You know I thought doing this podcast would make me happy but <laughs> <laughs> JT has proven that <laughs> wrong today right? Money,
1: money, yes, money. But I yes. think money does buy happiness. Okay, and what's your caveat there? Because I've heard it before, and we've talked about this in a previous episode. Yes, Jason said something about I'd rather cry on a BMW. Oh, you know, than I, know. I, know. On no, a I
2: said it's very hard to be unhappy when you're in a Lamborghini. But I'd like to uh, refine my point. Sure. I think. In order to be happy, you need a certain amount of money because mm. money enables you to do stuff which you mm. wouldn't be able to do. Yeah, okay. So that's okay. good. The first m- misconception is that money will bring you happiness. But the caveat
1: is, well, up, up to a certain point of financial security that you mentioned before. Yeah. Yeah, good. Three more things, roughly, misconceptions. Love. True love. Yes, okay. What do you know about love and happiness? You feel good when you're in love, man. <laughs> it makes you happy. So why is it a
0: misconception then? See, I don't think these are misconceptions I think money does make you happy I think love does make you happy
3: Is there a caveat there? Hang on, true love are we talking yeah. about? So hang on. When you, what do you mean by true love? Define true love What? Do you mean there's one person out there for you?
2: Like what I tell you, Like I love this. No, like
1: I love these. I, I, like what I think mean, classically represented. Oh, once I get married and I fall in love, then I'll be happy.
2: What type of love? I tell you, talking about Like romantic love. Uh, why did you yes. say? Why did you say get married and then fall in love? Sorry,
1: whatever. Like <laughs> it's typically hey, man, marriage. I, is I, <laughs> hey, <laughs> don't judge
2: JT's relationships. Yeah, okay. yeah, I don't know what he wants. I Everyone's I got know, different ideas.
1: that I have. I don't know. Come on. So what did you
3: define? Like I'm just asking. Just for the, you just said love.
1: Just whatever you define as love. Okay, typically, sure. you okay. see in the, in. I don't know, OK magazine. Um, do you want to expand on that further? Or? I don't know. I,
2: I'm in love. I, pre, I feel pretty happy. So,
1: That's nice.
2: Yeah. Uh, it's I nice. wish I had that. Uh, Daniel has put up his hand, and you've really interrupted him. So. Oh,
3: okay. no, no, no. No, no. no, no, no. I was just massaging my <laughs> temple. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, guys, okay. sorry. So the evidence shows... And this is some qualitative evidence is that you do get a one to two year marriage bump in your happiness rating. So imagine like a pyramid. So you get the spike if it's minus two years is zero minus one year is two because you're about to get married. And then zero year is when you get married, which is like 10 you do
2: fall back down. So it's like inverted parabola. So, so you're saying when you get married, that's when you're It's Everything there and yeah, everything yeah, after is just yeah. a downward slope of And tilt. then
1: and then um it goes back to the normal state. So if you compare married people, they tend to be as happy as unmarried people in general speaking. Yeah. And sure. You might be an exception. So
0: I mean, I was pretty happy when I wasn't in a relationship. Yeah, so are but you, I can you, be happy in either one.
1: Sure, but then it doesn't yeah. mean that you need to get love no, no, to no. get happy.
0: No. I don't you're right. I don't think you need love mm. to be happy. Mm. But I think love can make
1: you happy. Sure. A lot of things can make you happy. Exactly. Mm. Oh, my <laughs>
3: God. This is a bit cringeworthy. <laughs> I mean, it's nice, but come on. <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> What's we had, the next one? <laughs> so we had money and love. Yeah.
1: What's the next one? What's something that we think that can make us Power. happy? I don't know. Oh, power yep. um, Achievements What did you,
3: what did, what, what did you prepare? Yeah.
2: Yeah, what I, I you? think like
1: I guess I'm try, trying to think about Like typically society valued goals That you see in okay magazine. Education Family? Kids So education Good grades Yeah People think that good grades will Make them happy
2: I guess it makes you feel happy It's not going to make For you feel sad For a period sad. of time oh. You did right Jason or Yeah but it's more like If you get a high grade You're not going to be like Damn it I've got a high grade, like, this must suck. <laughs> but they con- like, the, wow. on like, the
1: contrary, if, if you had shit grades, you'd be like, oh fuck, I'd be so sad mm. if yeah, I got shit especially grades. Especially
2: if it's not what you thought you'd get or you thought you'd perform mm. better. Sure, mm. fair enough. Sure. Yeah, sure. Okay.
1: And then I guess kind of the last one, but there's actually many other categories as we have explored, but like stuff, like material, material stuff will okay. make us happy. Yeah. yeah. Any thoughts on that? Or?
0: I think that's pretty true. Yeah. yeah. Stuff can make you happy. Yeah. I don't think you'd need stuff to make you happy. But stuff can make you happy.
1: Stuff can make yeah, you happy. Yeah. I guess
0: um
3: especially the rush you get when you buy something.
1: Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, and you so know. I guess one of those things that I'm talking about, like I guess happiness is the long term thing that you want, right? Mm. You don't want like short bursts of happiness. It's not like ecstasy can give you that short burst yeah, of Yeah, but that's like, a fine. It's yeah, not to have that short. I guess burst, in so. terms of like happiness for your well being you want that long-term sustained happiness and the misconception with stuff is that oh yeah stuff can make us happy for a certain period of time get this new car get this new ipad this new iphone but for your own sustained well-being you don't maintain that happiness could I, could over I say, time
2: why can't you have both Mm. get those little short bursts of dopamine with the new ipad or new ps5 and then i guess that's like the whole like put you know, on under, that. underpinning see, of social media yeah. i like i'd be pretty Leveling happy right up. now if you just bought me a playstation like you know what see, that lasts for a year you'd be happy every time you. that's a long that. time though
0: no but you see like for example mm. i'm interested to hear it so that i'll see if my viewpoint has changed. but mm. say for example my iphone Mm-mm. i got it as a gift mm. i was very happy when i got it mm. When I use it, I'm still pretty happy. Mm. <laughs> so it's been two years now, mm. a year mm. now, mm. and it still makes me happy. So it's not like I was only happy when I got it and then the happiness has worn off. I'm still pretty happy that I have it.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's at a lower level. You're not like ecstatic as you were. When you but he's not, talking about,
0: he's not talking about ecstasy. That's like uh. the intense burst. He's talking about like sustained happiness, right?
2: Yeah. Actually, this I... is
0: keeping me happy yeah. Ooh. for the duration of my ownership of this item. We've just broken. Mm. If I lost this phone, I would be unhappy. Because I no longer have the thing that made me happy. Mm. You've
1: just broken But You're basing model. your <laughs> happiness on that phone, you know? So well, I guess yeah. you're valid. Is you're that, totally that, valid that there. Yeah. You're totally valid there. But I guess the underpinning about all of this yeah. is the other first principle that yeah. I wanna raise. Okay, sure. And yeah. so I'm just saying that there are a lot of caveats to these things, yeah, yeah, right? But, and yeah. so that's why I wanna raise that these are the five big things that people have, that society has, mm-hmm. or what we're fed. You know, like I guess everyone has their own understanding about what makes them happy, and, you know, everyone. Go ahead with that But society believes that Get more money True love A perfect body I didn't raise that earlier But like materialistic stuff It's like the flaw in it is Once I get $100,000 I'll be happy Once I find true love I'll be happy Once I get six pack abs I'll be happy mm. I own a Porsche I'll be happy Once I get that job as a consultant For a lot of medical students I'll be happy Right? I think that's the flaw in it Whereas The contrary is that you have the sustained happiness over time. And there's a technique that you can do, such as what you do with your phone. It's called gratefulness or being mindful or being aware that it's a gift Mm. that you got from someone special to you. That's why it's giving you happiness as opposed to if you just bought that phone for the sake of buying it, then you just buy the next phone next year. You get the iPhone 14, right? That kind of thing that I wanna talk about here now. (laughs) All right, so then the mindset, there's three things or like scientific basis of where these misconceptions come from. And the three of them are miswanting is that we are mistaken about what and how much we will like something in the future or how much we will hate something in the future. The second one is hedonic adaptation is that the process where you become accustomed to a positive or negative stimulus such that the emotional effects of that stimulus are attenuated over time. And then the third thing is misprediction. You are mistaken in your prediction about the effect of positive things and the effect of negative things on your life. So these are the three things. And this is something that humans have normally. The first one, if we talk about m- miswanting, is that our brain wants things that might not be good for us in the long term. So that's miswanting. And one thing within this is that we always see things in like relative terms. So we always think that. Oh, if we earn 100,000 now, mm. we'll be like, once we earn 250,000, mm. we'll be really happy. Whereas the person earning 50,000, will be like, once I earn 100,000, I'll be really happy. Yeah. But that relative reference point keeps on changing over time.
2: I get the reference point thing. Mm. But my issue is that like I understand these principles, but it doesn't really stop me from changing my thinking. It's like... Like you're aware of them, but it's pretty hard to just be like, you know, what? I'm not going to compare myself to others because I know this is bad for me. And
1: no, okay, yeah, pretty, and so that's explaining the own. mindset now. And I guess the first part to anything is awareness and education. Then the next section that I'll talk about is just techniques to overcome these things.
2: There's no no referral to uh, OT or psychology. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So another clear cut example I find really cool is that the person who received the bronze medal in an Olympic oh, yeah. event actually. Happy feels thing. more happy than the person receiving the silver medal because mm. the silver medal is like oh I wish i got first whereas the third is like oh i'm pretty damn lucky i was here
2: yeah because no a medal, medal. Yeah. fourth means nothing yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. yeah yeah so that's a clear example of miswanting and so sometimes our mind tells us things that are factually incorrect
2: yeah but even though it's does fourth get a medal like do they no yeah, exactly. be being
3: happy as the second person because he's yeah. like, oh, I'm near so close <laughs> to the third. Yeah, 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 and
1: so that, well, that example is just showing th- the reference points, yeah. right? And then the yeah. fifth unless is,
3: the fourth person had won it for the past three years in a row, then they'd be bloody depressed. Or,
2: or the third person ends up being a drug cheat and then they end up getting the runs <laughs> <Yeah>. again. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, but that's that's not
1: that <laughs> far Yeah, so our, our mind doesn't think in terms of absolutes. Sure. A lot of these things like money and income. And you know who does think in terms yeah. of absolutes?
3: only a Sith deals in
2: absolutes. Anyway, continue.
1: Anyhow, yeah. So that's the first thing about miswanting. It makes sense. It but makes sense. It makes like, sense as you explained You want it.
2: that meadow. Like, so I don't get the... Okay, wait.
0: I think I need to hear what you mean by what happiness really is first, as you define it. Because from what I've heard, the happiness that you say is what the quote-unquote real happiness is, is what I experience with all the things that you say gives me a misconception of happiness. So now I need to know what the actual happiness is. Do you know what I
1: mean? I can't define that for you. No,
0: no, basically, because from what I've heard of what you've been saying, you know, all these other things give us a certain thing that we think is happiness, but not the sustained happiness, which is the actual happiness. But... It does give me sustained happiness it,
2: that I think is it, real happiness. It sounds like JT is just saying you know, your happiness is fake happiness. <laughs> that's what I mean. Like, yeah.
0: So, like, so what? What? And I, I, are you I, judging his happiness? And it, I don't I, give a shit no, about your and, happiness. And I know you don't mean you it. Be like, as happy as you want. I know you don't mean it like that way. But I'm just, I'm just wondering because you mentioned like, you know, there's the thing which is the sustained, long-term happiness that is different than the other things which give you those three different types of misconceptions of happiness that you just mentioned, right? The, the, way the things that cause our brain
1: to think. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: But but then what is the happiness then? Like what? I, is I, I, I that guess gives you happiness? my my interpretation, yeah, yeah. and
1: I guess everyone has their own interpretation yeah, yeah. of happiness. My interpretation is more like an intrinsic thing. Intrinsic form of happiness that can be sustained without these external inputs. And it's more like a s it's like a state of contentment, which seems to be like that you've reached in your stage of life.
0: Damn, I've hit the Sorry. goal again.
1: I guess the question is JT, what makes you happy? I think like intrinsically a lot of these things, doing these things actually help make me happy.
0: Yeah. So whilst these things are not the essential drivers for happiness, these things can give you true happiness. These things that you mentioned like money. I love,
1: don't, I don't, no, no. Yeah. I I don't think I. those things... They might work for me, yeah. but i found other means of intrinsic happiness that give me more meaning and value and sure.
2: satisfaction. You got you got that fake you got that fake superficial happiness,
1: man. Right? <laughs> JT got this real get on this get
0: on his level, man. Fuck's sake. The things that then give you intrinsic happiness, yeah. are they not interchangeable with these other things? Because you still need something to give you happiness. Whether it's money or it's something else that gives you happiness. Still something okay. that's giving
2: Tarts you happiness. Of achievement. How about, how about The we sense of on? achievement is like, let,
1: how are we defining happiness? Okay, I can't tell you how they, how in these qualitative studies, I think in, it's like, you know, in our like end of rotation, like, re- reflections, things yeah. like that we do, I think it's just like, how, what did you think about this
2: placement? One out of five. Okay. Okay. How about we let you finish your, your other yeah, points yeah. you wanted to make? That's make how you act
1: yeah, to yeah. it. Okay. Anyhow, another example, It's more visual example. So for our listeners back home, we'll explain it to you. On the right hand side over here, we have two arrows, right? One on the top, one on the bottom. And two lines in the middle, and then two arrows. I couldn't even describe it. (laughs)
2: It's a rod. Which one do you think is longer? One is a greater than the same length. Yeah, I've seen this. Okay, most people have seen this. But the bottom one
0: looks longer to me. Yes, yes. Right? The into the middle line. Yes yeah, yes, yeah, yes.
1: yeah. 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 Do you you haven't seen this before? Some people have. No, Most I haven't. Which have. arrows are we talking about? Which line is long? Just the middle right? line. The top of the bottom line. Just, Just the, m- the middle line.
3: Middle i Let me mean, yeah. have a closer look and get it Fuck lot. off! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me! <man>. It's <laughs> yeah. supposed to be a trick. This is what I'm going to say because I've heard what they've said. Is yeah. this yeah. The,
2: the equivalent of the glass half full, glass half empty kind of thing? Uh,
1: no. I think this is more to represent that your brain plays tricks on you, and that what you see might not be factually correct yeah. and there are things that your brain wants in the short term such as scrolling social media which is happy but might not be good for you in the long run. Okay. Okay. Is that fair enough?
2: You can play the argument though. You have to say why is it bad to... Right, here's another example. This is to, as,
1: uh, as a use of reference points. So two circles. Which orange circle is larger?
2: The one on the right looks large but I know it's the same size.
1: Yeah. Essentially the same thing, Mm. right? But then this is to reflect, I guess, in a, in a medical scenario, like, are you going to be a big fish in a small pond or a small fish in a big pond? And it's about the reference points that you have. And this relates to the second thing about hedonic adaptation is that over time, the phone or the car, if you don't value it the way Adrian does, the value of that thing, the emotional experience that you get from that stimulus will decrease over mm. time. And then that's the thing with the, with the marriage, mm. is that over time, you'll go back to that baseline level. If Unless you keep doing things yeah. that help you to reinforce it, and yeah. then you can raise your baseline level of happiness, of whatever you define. So if
2: that's the case, what's the point of buying a new phone or anything? Like, do you just live... I mean, there's functional
1: uses of your phone that you might need to upgrade. Okay. If you were to just get it yeah. because you want to be happy, you're yeah. spending money on a phone or a device just for the sake of...
2: more yeah. like, for example, when I buy a new phone... It's not like I'm buying a new phone because I want to feel happy. I buy it because you know what, it'll be a bit quicker. It'll be more useful. I can no, be so more yeah, productive. That, that's your, those are all the reasons. And as a result of those features, that makes me happy. But it's not like I'm buying it. I'm like, you know No,
1: what? but some people do. They're like, they're like, you, earlier you asked mm-hmm. us, what's your big purchase you want to get, right? Mm-hmm. Like those RM Williams. I want to get that Porsche, right? But those things we think will make us happy. But from the surveys that people have done for those people, by their definitions mm. of happiness, mm. they weren't happier over time. For a two year period, they might have been, but a 10 year period, the effect of that car was mm. not yes. sustained. Okay.
0: Whereas you're saying there are other things you can do, or other things that give you as much happiness at the 10 year mark yes. as they did at the second year mark. Yes. They, they're like, yes. they permanently raise your baseline happiness. Sure.
1: Okay. So that's the hedonic okay. adaptation.
0: But then my question is this, the phone I buy, just saying in the phone example, in 10 years time, that phone might not make me as happy because it's slow. So that in 10 years, i will be less happy with that phone than I am now. The thing that you've done that does keep you happy at the 10 year mark, is that something you've only done once to get to the two year mark? Or is it something you've done continuously up until 10 years because if I buy a new phone every year for 10 years, the new phone every year for 10 years makes me as happy as whatever it is you're doing regularly to keep you happy at 10 years. There's one example I'll show you. Okay, there. There's one sure, example
1: sure. that it's not directly like yeah. 10 year, two year, but there's, there's sure. an example there. But yeah. Does that make sense like that? Yes. Yeah, I understand okay, yeah, what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. And I'll go back to that. The last thing is the misprediction. Okay. So misprediction is our tendency to overestimate the emotional impact of any events, And their effect on us Mm. over time. And Jason, you've mentioned this many times before It's like, oh, if I get a bad grade, I'll feel so shit. If I don't get into mid, I'll feel so shit. Or so there's an example here that professors, when they predicted how happy they would feel after they had tenure, they predicted that they'll be. Really happy. So the the number here is they predicted that if they got tenure would be 5.9 out of six. Yeah. The actual happiness was 5.24. So when they when they denied tenure, they predicted they would be feeling 3.43, quite sad, right, on a six-point scale. But they actually just felt 4.71. So this has been replicated in different scenarios. People predicting how much distress they'd feel after a positive or negative HIV test result. Can I summarize it? You're
2: basically saying that let's say achieving a goal doesn't bring you as much happiness as you think it would yes and failing to achieve a goal doesn't make you as sad as you think Mm. very well put
1: yeah exactly Mm. that's exactly simple Simple. and that's what our brain thinks but in reality it's actually different yeah so a lot of medical students think oh consultant I'll feel really good yeah
2: but the issue is like for example that consultant thing that's something you really want right like so, how can you turn that off? Are you, do you just try to play it cool in your mind, be like, "Oh, I don't really need that consultancy position." To be happy. I think you can answer I'm that. We've talked over this I'm over dinner, right? I'm just going to go about my life. Yeah, I don't need that because that that's not going to really bring me happiness. Like, what? Do you not have goals then? Like,
0: yeah, no, you got some. You got some thoughts there. Share it. Share with yeah, the class. That's fine. No, share
2: with the class then. Yeah.
3: I'm just curious, so you, but they're still happier. The people who got tenure, yeah. even though they're not as happy <laughs> as they thought, they're still happier yeah. than if they didn't get tenure. So you, they are. The no, net
1: no, that, that is experiment right is right showing the their prediction and their actual. Yeah. It's, not, it's not
0: comparing it to not being happy, it's comparing it to be as happy as they were going to Okay, but, but they are uh, happy. Is there, they're happier? Unequivocally,
2: the net ha- their net ha- happiness, yeah. happiness is higher. Yes. If they get it. So yes. achieving a ghost still brings you that happiness. Yes. But probably yes. not. Sure. But not. But as not as much as you, as you think. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Okay. Yes. Like yeah. that's the kind of mindset. Three. I think.
2: <laughs> are you saying that you shouldn't be as worried of fear of failure?
1: Not that you shouldn't, but you think that you're gonna be devastated but you're not actually going yeah, but it. just
2: arguing your point you almost you've almost like convinced me that achieving your goals just brings you happiness <laughs> no <laughs> All no the no it no. doesn't,
1: pre- doesn't take you to the yeah. promised land yeah. nothing your life won't change yeah. as much as you, you think it, it's it will still be. an
2: improvement yeah. but yeah i know what you
1: i'm not yeah. describing a state where you should not yeah. seek for anything yeah. like yeah if those things actually give you happiness do it but put the value in the journey right
2: okay no I, I get you like my in my mind now so You've just demonstrated to me that Mm. when you do fail, it's not as bad. Therefore, if I know that going into achieving goals, wouldn't that give me the attitude of, you know what, it doesn't really matter. Because it feels like it's very easy to just keep everything either as a failure or success. It's hard to keep like a...
1: Yeah, sure. And that's evolutionary. We've been primed to do that for many reasons, right? You won't always mm-hmm. want to look like you want to say something, Dan. Yeah. It's very so annoying. I'm just waiting
3: for you to... Uh, I just want to Dan, hear your argument like, summarized. Dan is planning his essay.
0: That's,
2: yeah. that's, that's pretty much it. That's
1: pretty much it. Those are the first principles about our misconceptions about happiness and where okay. it comes from. Okay. That, that our mindset is often wrong okay. for
2: three reasons. Upper man Bob
1: Marley. Don't worry. Just <laughs> <laughs> Use that for the title. Yeah. Okay. And then the last part of the podcast, we always want to talk about management, right? So you're going to tell us to be happy. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so there are actionable steps that you can do to do happiness, right? And let's do the first thing that Aiden raised before. It's about the phone, right? One of the things that you actually can do is expressing gratitude. So let's say at one point in time, I buy a phone and that happiness lasts for two weeks and then another for another reason you have to buy another phone in two weeks and you get another burst of happiness if at the same time you wrote a gratitude letter or a Mm -hmm. gratitude visit and what that entails is you write why you're grateful for someone for their impact they have had on your life or whatever reason you want to be grateful for them you write this letter go to their house or like arrange a time and actually read out the letter to them and what they found is that these subjective feelings of happiness are sustained over a longer period of time as a significant level up to one month so the happiness I feel from doing that activity... Yes.
0: ...lasts for one month. Yes. As opposed to... Statistically severe. Yeah, yeah. as opposed to the
2: activity, another activity. And I, I, don't, actually, I don't have it's any it's data a, about, like, cars, yeah. oh, but... A, essentially, it's a high-value happiness item. Like, it's a high-yield high happiness yield. No, pretty much is.
1: Yeah. yeah, no, pretty much is. And amongst many other things that you can do to sustain your happiness on a daily basis, something that we can all do now, it's a bit cringe, and I... I it's cringe thinking about it but that actually helps you so expressing three things that you're grateful for every day wait wait
2: but with the expression of like or like what you're grateful for I feel like it's a lot of lip service. Like, like, no, no, like no, so I try to do gratitude. No, no. no. Like so, stuff. so it's not lip service. If you actually
1: mean what you're saying, yeah, so then it's here's hard an exam- to just... here's example. I'm actually going to be grateful for three things today. Okay. Just from what I do, I'm grateful for my friends over here that I've spent the last two days with spending time bonding and getting to know each other. I actually, I actually think it's very valuable to know you guys as friends. And I actually, deep down from bottom of my heart, I'm very happy and thankful for you guys. So that's number one, okay? Number two, I'm very grateful for living in Australia in a first world country where I actually don't have to worry about many of these things. So it's not just like, oh, I'm happy for food, water, and... (laughs) Okay, and then for for the third thing. So Uh, that's not going to get you. It's the way that you approach it. And if you're actually expressing your gratitude towards people that you love or to things that you do enjoy, you actually reap the benefits for a sustained period of time. But I can also be very grateful for technology such as this iPad and my phone because it helps me get in touch with people that I connect and I want to be with. And this thing helps me learn about resources or like internet. So we don't have to do three, but if all of you express something that you're grateful for, just one thing, that's actually something... No, I'm actually serious. You know what? I'm actually serious.
2: The thing is, I get the point of gratitude, but... I just hate doing it. Do it, do it. Just, <laughs> just do, it. Just do I one. I can't do it. Right <laughs> you can, it Doesn't now. have to be us. Let me be right, anything. I just can't do it seriously without taking the piss out of like, it. I can't take Dan, the piss no, then. I'm
3: not first. You go.
2: <laughs> like, I can't do it seriously. Okay. I don't know why.
3: Oh, the freedom to move around, play sport, yeah. enjoy myself. I enjoyed playing basketball. Yeah. Haven't played it before. Sucked but had a good time <laughs> and had a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. And being active, right? Act, like,
1: being active. As opposed to, uh, well, that's something I'm usually grateful for. Like, I'm, I'm grateful hel- I don't hel- have through. chronic pain. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so good. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Dan. Okay, you know what?
2: I'm grateful that I could go out for dinner without worrying too much financially. Good. Nice. Yeah. There's a lot of things to be
0: grateful for, I suppose. This is genuine. Mm. I'm not saying it just because I'm copying you, you? Mm. but I am genuinely grateful that I met you guys mm. and that we're close friends. I've gotten a lot of
2: enjoyment out of our friendship. I wish yeah. I could say the same. Yeah,
0: well, <laughs> it's not like you got other friends, do
2: you? <laughs> wow. <laughs> just bringing down other people's happiness with your fake happiness, right? Yeah. Okay. So,
1: so that's the gratitude thing. Yeah. And in contrast, and they had, did a study in 2010, so people who complain about their hassles, their life as a whole, their upcoming week, their subjective feelings of happiness were actually decreased. I mean, people complaining about the traffic, the day, the weather, mm. that actually does have a difference yeah. in the subjective feelings of the, happiness. The anything.
2: of course, I understand that it's bad to complain about these things, but how do you block those thoughts from coming in? It's not like no, I'm not, you're just stuck and do
3: in... fixate on them. These negative negative things. Yeah, but it's things. hard not to. No, 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 it's so, hard to not so, do so, that. So what you do, like,
1: what you do is gratitude, is you count the good things in your life. At the end of every day, you do one thing, okay. three things. At the end of every week, that's how you counter it, so that you can reverse that baseline subjective happiness that you have. Mm. And so I'm going to use subjective happiness Mm. because I'm not going to define happiness for the world. So that's a gratitude thing. Okay, moving on. So the second thing that I talked about the brain's shitty behavior was hedonic adaptation, right? And that everything eventually goes back to baseline. Good things go to baseline, bad things go to baseline. One of the things that you can do is called negative visualization. So what you ask yourself is what would happen if you didn't have this thing anymore? Then you become to value that thing a lot. Adrian, and what would happen if you didn't have your phone anymore? It lost. <laughs> you couldn't get that call. <laughs> Imagine,
0: life with that. No, no, it's, just, no, you know, it's like yeah, it's maybe a major inconvenience to my life. Hmm. Yeah.
1: yeah. So then that's how you thwart that hedonic adaptation, mm. and then you value the things that are around you and don't yeah. take them for granted. I guess people, but also the things yeah. around you. What happened if you weren't in med anymore? That kind of thing will help you value the things that you yeah. do have. So it's kind of related to the gratitude thing as yeah. well with that
2: point you made where where it's like imagining that you didn't have it mm-hmm. that's pretty much the principle you use for little kids with toys so oh, really? like really or with dogs like with puppies so like do you, you love know, puppies no 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 hear me out like with yeah. dogs you buy them so many toys or whatever yeah so after a period of while you just take that toy for like a month because they get bored of the toy or whatever you really? buy this toy after a month of playing with it they get bored of it so you take it away and then two months later, you just bring it back. And they're like, "Woo! Look at this toy! I love this toy!" <laughs> really? Yeah. Like, oh, you do well, I've kids never all done the time. that before. That you like cool? hide their toy for like a month, and then bring it back, and then they're like, oh, "It's a brand new toy!" Oh shit! Like I forgot about this. Oh nice.
1: So the literature term is called negative visualization. Negative visualization. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I guess this is also good for us too. So they did this with Yale graduates, but I can. I guess we can imagine it for us. Might increase our subjective well-being is to imagine that this day. Or like tomorrow, this is our graduation trip. Tomorrow we would be graduating and we'd be working as interns next year. Oh, exactly, imagine we were MD4s right now. And we finished our OSCEs kind of way. That helps you concentrate on the current moment that, oh shit, we're MD3s and we're almost like three quarters done with the course, And that we actually have a short amount of time as medical students to do this kind of stuff because when life comes in the way, we actually won't have this anymore. So the two ways to thwart the Hedonic adaptation is to ask yourself, what would happen if I didn't have this thing anymore? And the second thing is what if today was the last day in this course on earth Mm. okay yeah makes sense all right and then i guess the last tangible thing i think which is not as corny i think is instead of buying things buy experiences and you want to spend it on other people i agree with that so if i tend up so i think this is actually a fun game i think we could do it but it's called credit card roulette and that stays to the restaurant we went just now yeah four of us put our credit cards into the table and let the waitress choose the credit card. And then that person has to pay for the meal. So first of all, the person paying will be like, you know what? I did a good thing. I, I treated three of my friends to a meal. Yeah, yeah. And then the three other guys are like, I don't have to pay for a fucking meal. I, yeah.
2: you, you hack it by like, just say you need to go to the bathroom, go and tell her, choose this card. <laughs> and then you win every time. <laughs> so so then, not,
1: not just spending money on friends, but even donating money across different cultures. And mm-hmm. they've replicated across like African cultures, Chinese cultures, Western cultures. Spending on others actually increases your happiness on other levels. Yeah.
0: With that mm-hmm. credit card roulette thing. Though, yeah. So I agree. First time... Sure, good. <laughs> what if, what if your card gets chosen six times in a row? That guy, that guy. You ain't gonna be
1: happy <laughs> anymore. I tell you yeah, that. Your anymore. card might be like a black card. made the waitress likes black. Yeah, yeah. But three,
2: three people being happy Has been than one person being sad. Okay. <laughs> so, Utilitarian wise, yes. net, net positive. Okay. <laughs> it's
0: just unfortunate, you know. Like probability. I've like bankrupted myself <laughs> making you guys happy. The, in the, oh yeah.
1: gosh. yeah okay yeah so within reason yep yeah so that's generally the thesis if you want but that's the way to approach it at
2: least Yeah. yeah no i agree with a lot of what you said the issue is like having that knowledge doesn't necessarily stop you from having those thought patterns I agree I, mm. I think Yeah It's not like a switch You can't just turn off. Like when I'm stuck in traffic And it's delayed me an hour Getting home And I'm tired and hungry I'm not gonna be like You know Great I'm grateful I'm in Australia I'm gonna be like You know what I'm fucking hungry and tired But I don't like do to... it When you're really pissed off Do it later on when
0: you calm down Like okay, He's yeah. not saying You can't feel the negative emotions He's yeah. just saying You try and feel The positive ones
2: Because those will Counteract the negative but ones that's, Yeah Everyone wants to feel The positive one I, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just... And
1: neither is like A continuous state Of euphoria Good either I don't think Like mm. As we learn from psychiatry, it's always up and down, and, right? Like, that's the mm. normal yeah, state. It's not possible. But you just want to raise that baseline so it's not at mm. negative five. So there a lot of things that we can't implement habits to change our life. Like, yeah, I guess. So, great. Like, like, you can't just expect happiness to come to you because, like with any other thing, you have to work for it. If you want a healthy lifestyle, you can't just say, I want a healthy lifestyle, right? Yeah, like, yeah mm. but take steps, right? You and so, that, so that's why it's not a defeatist thing. Like, oh, so hard to become happy. Yeah, it's mm. hard to become a lot of things in life. To be healthy, even no, I'd pay that because we know the other things, and I don't want to talk about yeah. the other things, right? Good exercise, I, I think me, food, yeah, yeah. sleep. But like we all grat- know that. But
2: even the gratitude journal, yeah, I do get the point of it, but I f- would personally find it hard to incorporate and do it properly. Look, like with I intent, think I think if if the
1: sustained benefit of it is a, a month, if you write a gratitude letter, if you just did it once, I think that's why praying has been quite good for people's. Mentality in a way because it sets them that oh you gotta pray every day it's like a thing that they have to do and then just
0: so happens the benefit is that you do this gratitude there is a
1: a Mm. physiological mental benefit to Mm. them
0: that you could get without praying but praying enables a lot of people to do it yes
1: whereas more secular people not like you can't do it but as you say Jason oh everything's in the way everything's so busy but if you spent 30 seconds thinking about what you're grateful for.
2: Yeah, yeah, I guess when you're calm, it's possible. Maybe yeah. I do it in already. I just don't realize it. That's why I'm pretty happy. Probably, yeah. yeah. You, you are the solution to I know, everything. I know, I Maybe you should have given this. No, <laughs> just be like me, man. Just be like me. This is my <laughs> <laughs> channel link in the bio, the, uh, the iPhone <laughs> <laughs> you use. Know, it's um, got the new, new camera, new great. processor. Um, that's
1: it. So that's first principles of happiness. Even if you take 1% away from this, I hope you get happier, in general. Thank you, JT. Thanks. Thanks, JT. Thank you, thank you. See you later, 1 p.m. You mean do anki? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to our New Year's special on happiness. If you liked this, why not check out the rest of our episodes available on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Or visit our website at 1pm.wiki for study resources. And for all your first principles, keep it right here at 1 p.m.